Welcome to Lunch with Jer. We are back at Fire on the Mountain where kind of started. And this is one of my favorite places and we're out on the patio and it's just Sam and I. No Jer. No Jer today. What's Now Jer and I did do a pod without you up in Pullman, Washington or up in Idaho. Yeah, so contractually you have to do one with just me. It balances out. Yeah, it totally balances out. I enjoyed that podcast by the way. I'm thinking maybe it's better without me, but I'm here anyway. No, it's not better with that. <clears throat> well, it's that easier with just two people. I will say probably my favorite part of that, number one, was Jer roasting you about your uh, food choices, which is what I told you. Soft palate. It's too hot. I know. I understand. But also my second favorite part, the regional arrogance with which you guys spoke about uh, wherever you were in Idaho. What was it? We were, we were in, uh, let's see, uh, Lewiston, yeah. Idaho, or as Jeremy called it, Louis town because every one of those weird little towns wants to put a little spin on how they pronounce it to make oh. it so it seems more important so instead yeah. of lewiston yeah. it's louis stone oh right uh lewisville colorado yeah. or uh, there's it's a there's the, a nevada iowa it's spelled like nevada yeah but come on it's like paris uh, texas or paris paris, paris. <laughs> paris. either way like I'm that town it. it's weird it, it looks like I, I wonder if i asked jeremy if could a town just go yeah we we give up Oh, like yeah. just just forget it, Derek. Where I'm from, I've seen that many times. Like in Iowa or Minnesota, Minnesota. Oh, like it's just that's just we give up, and there's I, just so much like the massage parlor next to the tire change place, and all yeah. the the weird um, like racist Indian stuff that was there. Yeah, that sounded crazy. Like there was one statue. I think we talked about it where there's a a, a squaw woman on her knees mm-hmm. looking in one direction, uh-huh. and two like soldier white guys behind them with guns. Yeah, that's the statue. Oh, so he was like, hey, look what you did. Kind of. Like, yeah. Kind of anti-white guy. Well, yeah. I mean, if if it's a, a Native American you know, place, I, I don't doubt that. I, I didn't see a lot of Native Americans walking around, though. There was no gambling parlors. Okay. No so perhaps it's just the heritage. Peace pipe lounges or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is well, there such a thing? Uh, there's hookah lounges, but I think that's Indi- like actual Indian from India. Not Indian like feathers. Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's that. I don't know. And, you know, so you and I get to go to Pasadena here in a week, though. Lewiston, Idaho versus L.A. I know. That's interesting. We win. Yeah. I see that. Wait, what time was the game? What time did you guys get home? We got home at 2 a.m. I got into bed at 2 a.m. That's not bad. Well, you and I are going to get home way later. Yeah, like 5. Yeah. Maybe. awful. I know. I know because the game's late. Yeah, I thought about that. I'm like, well, that's going to suck. So my parents' 50th wedding anniversary party (laughs) is that Sunday. Right. And I booked it. Obviously, I had to book it and, and all the things like months in advance. Yeah. And I'm just like, please let it be like a noon. Please let it be like a 2 p.m. game. Of course, it's a 7 p.m. game. Right. Of course it is. Because I know. I, know. I was hoping that as well. Because it, it has to be that way. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get home at 4 a.m. I'm going to haul my cookies down to Colorado Springs mm-hmm. and like pump myself full of coffee. Yeah. To try to you be do jovial. That now, as the last episode discussed as well. What did you What did you think about our coffee discussion? I think you guys are both pussies and you need to start drinking more coffee. You're like, well, Jer sometimes does two cups a day. <laughs> <laughs> I was with my friend Dan. He did one of the other road trips with me uh, and he drinks coffee like nonstop. Oh, okay. All, yep. like Not 13 cups of coffee, but he might have four or five cups of coffee in a day. I will if I'm like on vacation or something, or I'm just going. But that, like, if that's your everyday, that's a little much. Dan, sorry. Yeah, it's aggressive. And but you go like fully lit it every time you drink coffee. What do you mean? 
Well, I'm like full calf, like some of those yeah, well, odd things are like, well, this half, one's a 10, like but this a one's an eight. child. I, I drink half calf. <laughs> what do you mean? I drink what, a half calf. What are you doing? No. I'm already hyper enough. Do you think yeah, I'm like jacked up on caffeine constantly? For, you know, and you're still pretty new to the game. Yeah. Uh, in general. So no, I'm, I'm joking obviously, but yeah, I, uh, I've been, I've had points where I, I drank too much coffee and it, it just doesn't, it's like, you ever have afternoon coffee? Do you do that at all? And then you stay up super late, right? Like, well, I just feel like it just, something's going on where my body's like, this is not the time of day to be doing this. Like I went right after the kid was born. Um, when I did have my sabbatical that we talked about off air for legal reasons, we can't talk about it on air, but I was right. I was just writing. That's all I was doing. Now that once the kid had childcare, and so I remember most days I would do something in the morning. I'd go to the library or something and write, have lunch, then go to Panera, get the $2.25 refillable coffee, and just sit there and keep refilling that sucker and fly to the fucking moon. And by the end of your second or third cup, were you like buzzing kind of? Yeah. I mean, it's weak coffee, so it's not like – like if you drink Starbucks that much, which I'm not a big Starbucks fan, but it's stronger. And so that's going to – that that would not be good. But yeah, I was – yeah, by like 4 p.m., I'm just like smashing this keyboard, just hammering stuff out. So it's good for that. Uh, and, but it kind of like opens everything up and it makes you feel better. And then at some point there has to be like diminishing return. Like yeah. You, like when you start kind of going to the bad place of so your jittery or jumpy or you're like wide eyed like this. And holy right. shit. Like I'm, I'm a cross country trucker and I'm just wide the fuck awake. And then Kristen's like, Sam, it's 10 p.m. Let's go to bed. You're like, no, no, no. Let's play some Scrabble. Like, yeah. Oh, just leave me alone. That's no good. And like I've been drinking it enough that that doesn't happen to me. Okay. Like it's not – it's kind of sad. Like the more you drink it, like you remember those days fondly. Yeah. And now it's just like that just makes me feel normal for the most part. So you're, you're riding a lot. You're drinking a lot of coffee. Are you going to start wearing like shawls and stuff? And grow <laughs> yeah, and smoking cigarettes. And get a pi- – oh, a cigarettes or a pipe? Ooh, a pipe. Wow. Like a pipe would be good. But you have to have like a mustache or some kind of facial growth for that. I, it doesn't grow well on me. Well, you're a little rough right now. I know. I'm always a little rough, but okay. <clears throat> that's just laziness. You know what? Because if you had like a clean cut face, you would look like you're 14. I have and I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're very yeah. young looking skin. I uh, recently. And just say thank you. So I use, <laughs> I use a little, usually have a little something, just scruff. But re- a couple months ago, I started uh, just like clean shaving all the way down, you know, yeah. just razoring it again. And Kristen, my wife, one time was like, Why'd you, uh, why'd you decide to go back to the, just the, all the way to the clean shaving? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, just something else. I'm like, do you not like it as much? She goes, not really. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Fine. That's how, like, that's a good marriage conversation. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't need to tiptoe around this. You just say no. Right. Jeb yeah. gave me this great advice long, like, you can't argue with no. You can argue with the, well, I could, uh, do you want to go to the movies tonight? No. There's no, no follow up. There's mm-hmm. no, can you make it work or right? No, it's no, I don't want to go. It takes balls to do that. Cause you think people aren't going to like you for it. Well, but it's, when it's your wife, it's all, oh, then it doesn't matter. Then no. it doesn't matter. No, honesty is the best. Yeah. Where, where are you going to go? You can be mad at me, but where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I have a friend and we had a 30 minute conversation on my way down from Boulder to lunch today about his butthole. The whole conversation, the whole conversation. Okay. And it was fascinating. So I told him I would bring it up, but I would leave his name out. And he was kind of asking my advice as we're both 45-ish and you're 35? 32. 32. That's right. Because we did your 30th uh, birthday party thing two years ago. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what was that? What did we the do? video. Oh, yeah, For yeah, your 30th birthday. You're the best. Okay. You really are. Um, and when you're 45, stuff happens with your body that you're like, I don't know 
if I should care about this or if it's mm-hmm. normal, right? And so he was asking me if if I've had some of those experiences. Hemorrhoids? What? Hemorrhoids. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. oh, totally. Like I get two or three a year. It's okay. just a little prep H. And I like to go to the like the, the CVS or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I buy it, when you're young, you're like, oh, I don't want to buy preparation H because yeah. the guy at the counter. Now I put it on the counter. I look him dead in the face. Like, just stare him down. Of course. <laughs> it's like when, <laughs> when you were buying condoms when you were 15. You're yeah. Like, I'll buy this candy bar and the Snickers bar and the soda. Da, da. And also these condoms. Are also like, these, yeah. yeah I just, just got to just work it. them under this pile right. of things. And now you just make eye contact. So you them. go power move on him. Yep. You make him feel awkward. Yeah. 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 That's good. And may, I, I didn't do this or I don't do this, but like it'd be funny if you made a comment like, oh, man, tough yeah. weekend. I, <laughs> like, whatever. One time in one of my many pregnancy scares, because I've had a lot for some reason yep, yep. in high school, I went to the local pharmacy and put the take home pregnancy test on the little belt you know, with a few other things. Yep. And the girl who was like my age, I didn't know her, but she's she like, was, hey, Sam, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, she, she was checking me out. And she goes, all right, total blah, blah. And I paid her, and she looks at me and goes, "Good luck." <laughs> there should be like a, a, uh, a pregnancy check, like sponsored by Vegas. Like there should be like a oh Las yeah. Vegas brand, oh yeah, or a roulette brand, or some kind of like gambling brand, right? Um, so he tells me the story about how he his asshole has been hurting lately. Not like painful, but mostly just like irritating. Oh yeah, that happened to me. And he's and like, I'm I, don't, I don't know what it was, and so what do I do? And so he's. He just goes, obviously, the worst thing you can do is go on Google. Well, I go on Google and I check it out. And I don't know. And he's like, I can't obviously see it. And so he goes, as an as a older guy, you wait about two weeks. Like, this is not getting better. Yeah. After two weeks. So he goes to the doctor. And he did go. He went. He finally went. And the doctor's like, okay, here. And the jokes. He, he told the story way better than me. But he's basically like, the guy walks in to give him the exam. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's a huge guy. He's like 6'3", 240 pounds, mostly muscle. With big fat sausage fingers, and okay. he's like, I noticed it right away. How big his fingers were, oh, like, no. oh, oh shit, no. yeah. like that's going in me. Yeah, and so he does the whole thing where he tucks his knees up and he goes, the guy goes a digit deep in me, and he's like, it, it was really uncomfortable. And yeah. then he pulls out this device that looks like a dick. I'm like, well, h- h- how else is it gonna look? What? Like it's shaped, and then it kind of looks whatever. And he's like, it, it, it was really uncomfortable and really violating. But in a way, I could see how someone would like it. Whoa. Right. All right. And I agree. You yeah, do. Well, well, again, I didn't like it, but I'm like, I could see how if your brain moved in that direction that you might like, I like it. You don't like it the first time, but girls don't like it the first time. You don't like coffee the first time either. Right. You kind of get into it. And like, all right. I'm wondering how much girls like it at all. But uh, that's a different conversation. I well, guess. they don't like it with me. They might like sure, it with somebody else. But. Sure. I wouldn't know. Um, Okay. So I said with the device, he's like, it was very, you know, very sterile looking or whatever. I'm like, why not make it look like a dick? Like, if, it, if you're thinking about it already, just make it either flesh oh color or God. black and like put the ergonomics of it. Black like, would be the just, just make it look like what it is. That Because we're all be, thinking it, just you. I believe that would be medical malpractice. There'd be some sort of lawsuit. Well, sir, yeah. he put a dick up my ass. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's crazy. And he said, so the guy does the exam and then he leaves the room and doesn't give him any results or whatever. He's like, I got to go. I'll work on a plan for you. And he leaves. And he talks to his wife in between. Yeah. And she's like, what's up? And he's like, I, I, I just went through this very violating experience. She's like, well, what did you find out? And he's like, I don't know. That's the first time he thought of, well, I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Right. And so he's like, 5% of my brain goes to every PSA you've ever heard about. I'm so glad I got checked because I had this thing. So 
like his brain kind of started taking over and eventually the guy comes back and says you're all good you just have to do some stuff but what came out of it is he has a fungal infection ah in his ass and he's and i was like well are you saying ass to the doctor he's like yes i'm saying i have athlete's foot in my butt He's like, the doctor goes, you have a fungal affection in your rectum. He's like, I got athletes for my butt. He's like, yes, that's what you have. <laughs> and so I was Tremendous. like, I'm, I've never heard of this before. No, me neither. And so we're, really what we're doing right now is a PSA. We're doing it for all get men. men over 40. Get what, tested. What, what he said it comes from, because they have a sauna in their house. And he sits in the sauna for like 20 to 25 minutes multiple times a week. And it's that sitting in your own sweat. Not no exercising. Way. It's that sweat builds up. And it's not like a, a, a sanitation thing. Like, go take a shower no, and right, wash right, out. Right. It's, it's just sitting in sweaty butthole for 20 minutes that causes this fungal. Effect. So should you stand in a sauna? Well, that, so we came up with two products. Okay. Number one. Ask douche. A man tampon. Man pot. A man pot. Okay. That's exactly the name I came up with. Okay. That you put inside your ass during those times when a fungal infection is possible. Now, I like it. The problem is you have something up your ass. Uh, now, it sounds like you guys might be okay with that. I don't know if you do it a few times. You can't sit here and tell me you don't have some kind of story that has to do with your rectum. I do. I would like to shed some light on this, okay. but I'd like to hear your second product okay. first. You want to hear my the second product? Yes. Okay, so the first product was the, an absorbent yeah. material that you put inside your butt versus getting a fungal infection, number yeah. one. Which is, yeah. Okay. Number two is in order to get rid of the fungal infection and or the hemorrhoids, there is a, a topical cream that sometimes you got to put a little bit inside. <laughs> yeah. Which, Okay, so but I was thinking like every time I've ever had to use Preparation H, the next time I took a shit was fantastic because oh. you've just lubed up the pipe and there's no, <laughs> it's just full, you know, it's like a, a luge coming yeah. out of your butt. I'm like, what if they're, you know, they have all these one wipe Charlies and all yeah. these like man yeah, products. Yeah. What if there was a, a lube that you throw on there right before you drop a deuce that eliminates your need to have excessive wipe? Wow. Thoughts? I think Thoughts there's a market one for or it. Both of those. I think there's a market for it. What would it be called? I don't know about the lube one, um, but the man pond I think is man pretty pond. solid. Now there's not a huge market for it. Yeah, but there is a market. Well, we need to educate the public first of all. I think that's so. the first thing that needs to yeah. happen. So what, what I do also like about being older, which is the same reason I like making eye contact with the guy at the heart or at the pharmacy, is yeah. the who cares? No, you your give a fuck goes down. I, I'm happy to talk about it because talking about yours remember when you were in high school and someone's like you jerk off you're like no absolutely when not. you clearly did yeah and now it's like i do all the time right 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 i had a discussion with my friend and he's like i beat off almost every single day in right. the morning like in the morning some people see that's an addiction i feel i've heard people say that because they're like then i can get it over with so i can go about my day i don't know i feel it's like, like maintenance yeah but in the morning when was the last time you beat off in the morning well it depends when is no one home one of the best tweets I've ever seen was, it sucks when you don't want to beat off, but no one's home, so you have to. It's like seizing the moment. Yeah. As a carpe diem of beating off. Morning is weird, though. So, because you you're not worked up, you're not turned on, you're not... I wouldn't imagine you are, no. I I don't know. Is there something in like... It's main, you have morning breath? You have like morning dick? Where you're like, it's just not attractive. I'm not, I'm not into myself <laughs> well, this morning. morning wood, but that's different. But I, Morning Wood is um, not a legitimate boner. Morning Wood is more of a, a response to 
maybe being asleep or whatever. It's not like you know, when you get a hard on because you're excited. Yeah. Morning wood is not that. No. You're not turned on by anything. No, you just is. not. No, the morning is not not a very arousing. Um, it is a trick. It's one of the it's a school bus boner. It's one of those <laughs> that just that just pops up and you're like, come on, get out of here. Is there such thing as in a short bus boner? Oh boy, God, I don't know. I, a, I don't want to know what that is. It's got a I'm hockey sure helmet on. So I also visited the doctor for a rectal problem. Now it didn't end up being rectal. Too fungus. much dick. <laughs> yeah, doc, this is way too big. What's going on? <laughs> can't can't harness this power much longer. Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant the other way around. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was interesting. So it wasn't a huge guy. It was, and I was nervous because I'm like, I don't. What was the symptoms that caused you it's to like burning and stuff? It was weird. Like when you pee? No, when I like afterwards, ah, okay. rectal, yeah. And so this is a lot, but anyway, it happened. So I, my friend, went to the doctor, and it was, um, it was a woman. It wasn't a huge guy, and it was a reasonably attractive woman. Okay. And I'm like, well, I kind of lucked out there. She's a great doctor, very straightforward. She's like, well, all right, I think this is what's, what's going on, but I want to check you out. Pops the gloves on, and it was so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I remember her saying it was going to be uncomfortable, and it was significantly less comfortable than she said. And it was just the finger. Huh. And so... Two digits or two digits or one digit? Man, I don't even know. Okay. I would assume just one, but I don't even know. And so I guess it was so uncomfortable. I'd never, uh, there wasn't a time for me to go like, well, maybe this could be enjoyable, especially when it's a woman. Yeah. Um, I'm also just a small guy. So I don't think I, I'm, I'm thin. I'm slender. I don't think I have a lot of room for, you know what I mean? Like, um, I wouldn't say, I mean, like, backpedal just a little bit. I don't think he and I were referencing it as like it was pleasurable. Oh, no, it's just trying to imagine it being pleasurable. Like I mean, there, there is, there is there's yeah. a whole population uh-huh. that, find, whether they're out about it or not, that enjoy that. Do you think so? Clearly. What do you mean clearly? Because it could be, if, if that wasn't a thing, you would just be all oral all the time. Just two fellas, it's nothing but oral all the yeah, time. Yeah, but I, I just think you want to like kick it up a notch and you're like, well, we need to have sex too. Um, so yeah, I, I'd always, in my head, that a man's G-spot is in his rectum. And it very well may be. It just, for me, there was so much discomfort getting there, you know, that there was no like, yeah. I don't know. It was just very uncomfortable. It felt like weird, like... I don't know. I, is there something about also the, the snapping on, on the rubber glove <laughs> that has like a Pavlovian response? Like you get like, oh, clenched up and just relax. I went or, into it like I'm like, oh, well, yeah, maybe I'll like this. Didn't. So when I got my rectal exam, this is probably t- when I was 25 because I, I had a hemorrhoid and I did not know what it was. Gotcha. I was worried. Yeah, this is cancer. Clearly. It, it lasted. Yeah. The exam was 15 seconds. Like I kind of bent over and it was like a meh. That's a hemorrhoid. Like really? there was, the, I didn't even get a digit drop on me, so right. I haven't had a really invasive, other than self-initiated uh, invasiveness. Yeah. When you're 13, you're like, I wonder. Oh, that yeah. doesn't feel good. Have you had your colonoscopy? Not yet. I think 50. Uh, they're saying now post 40. Really? Katie Couric's husband died. He wasn't 50 yet. Interesting. So maybe. Uh, I mean, <laughs> in the spirit of the conversation, I wonder if uh, if I should should look into that. I don't know. My butt feels pretty good regularly. Though when you do a lot of cycling and you have a kind of diet, I have. I mean, I wonder if you're at a higher risk or lower risk. I don't know, but it's a silent killer, Swanson. So you're not going to know until you know. I I would do it. I've thought about it at 35. No, you don't want to do it. Probably. Well, you're not going to do it, Derek. All I need to do. do Pull up some YouTube videos, yep. and I will have you bend over, snap the gloves, snap the gloves, put that gown on, and spread those cheeks. 
Why do you need the gown though? Like <laughs> the gown is the worst. Part. Look, you're already looking into my butt. Mm-hmm. Why? Do, why if well, my drop trowel. If my junk is hanging out the front, like is, that's going to be the, the thing that's going to make me uncomfortable. Right. Just let it. Just fine. Just let it. Let it hang. Pull it down. It's cold in there. If I ever told you my story about the um, physical I got from the doctor that I now see regularly, not see him like medically, but I just see him. Oh no. Uh, oh no. So as part of what I do for a living, there's a lot of doctors around yeah. athletes. And so one of the team doctors is a guy I got a physical from 17 years ago. What is his uh, descent? Uh, He's Indian. Yes. Very good. So he, you know, I went in physical. It's like, drop your stuff. You need a glove and then checks your hernia. Uh-huh. Like all like basically he had groped my testicles. This was before you were both employed at the same Correct. place? This is, uh-huh. this is pre-regular seeing each other. Uh-huh. And now I see him two or three times a month. Yeah. And it, it's not weird or awkward or any of those things, except it's always in my head. Always like, in the back of your this mind. This other man yeah. has cupped my stones. You know, man, I think what we should be thinking about is it wouldn't be as big a deal if more men had cupped your balls. Ah, true. So maybe that's the way to break that spell. The sample size is small. Yeah. It actually is two. Because I'm sure there's another doctor along the way that did the same thing. Yeah, like when you're a kid, you're playing football, you're going for a physical. Yeah. It's probably that and then that one. Yeah. Should I get a physical? I haven't had one since grade school. So I thought the same thing. When I got uh, like a new insurance plan, yeah. it's written up. It's like free physical. I'm like, I haven't had a physical in 10 years. Sure. Might as well go do it. He literally started the exam and about halfway through he goes, are you here? I was like, oh, I just want to get a physical. He was like, you don't need a physical. You're fine. Wow. Kind of sent me on my way. Wow. Like he checked the blood pressure and kind of did an assessment. Yeah. He's like, you're fine. I get my blood pressure checked all the time. But I'm like, those so things no. at the CVS with the cuff at the Safeway where you sit there and it goes, yeah. By that thing? Yeah. Or a real pressure check? No, I, because I've had so much dental work done like lately. Like I had this implant, which is just about 11 months of absolute hell. Um, and many, op- many, procedures even if they're minor but they always check your blood pressure so <clears throat> anyway but yeah that i they didn't do blood work or anything do you, do the, you have any blood pressure issues is that no, why you check it no no just, no they just check it as part of the deal i just, just am unlucky safe. so i'm in some office all the time but no, nothing for anything like how's your general well-being um how is your general well-being i think it's good but you i'm look like healthy. sometimes i wonder about blood work so they didn't do blood work at your they did not okay again because I mean, I mean, they can ask you a battery of questions, but think about like, are you a smoker? No. Do you exercise regularly? Yes. Do you sleep well? Yes. You're not obese? No. Okay. That's all it is. What, I mean, what else is it? I mean, we're, they're not going to get that invasive. They're not going to do like a CT scan. Yeah. If you don't have any real issues. So what, what I mean, are you doing? I am kind of a young stallion, you know, although yeah. I'm not that young anymore. That's one thing. I mean, you are, I'm getting over 30. Yeah. And you do have a child. I got a child. Studies have shown once you have your first kid, your life just goes progressively downhill. Really? No, I just made that up. Oh, I mean, like, I thought you were going to say, like, gets shorter. No, it sounds like since you had a kid, your life has gotten progressively better. It was pretty good before. That's also good. I mean, he's the shit. You know, you love your kid, but that was weird, too. Like, well, the myth is kind of that it's just like instant overwhelming love and I think that's probably true for moms a lot of the time because right. they like carry the kid in their body Right. for me it wasn't for me the first two days I was just trying to figure out what the fuck was going on it was great I was mostly relieved that he was there and he was healthy right um but like over the last like eight, nine months, it's weird like how he's just, it's just like, oh, I get it now. Have you, you know done those I mean? things where you just kind of stare at him? <laughs> All the You're time. Like, 
It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's the best. When uh, he wakes up first thing in the morning and he sees you and he smiles, or when you come home from work, yeah, that shit's the best. Sorry, I'm getting sappy. No, it's great. Fuck shit. So, so, <laughs> so in the nine months since you had uh, Kojo, yeah. what has been the thing you're like? I did not expect this or plan on this or this has been a shock to us or yeah the main thing for me was that everything is still okay like i just i don't know i always thought that like once you're a parent it's this so new realm of reality that everything's going to change and just life as you know will shift a little bit and that has not been the case i'm still me you know we're still us and now there's just a kid there and it's it's great it's everything's harder but not so much harder that it makes life bad. Like, I almost feel like I'm like, what am I missing? You know what I mean? My parents told me they give me very few pieces of advice, even when I asked for advice. And they said, you'll, you'll figure out your own way. But one piece of advice they gave me was um, don't assimilate to the kid. Make the kid assimilate to you. Yeah. So if you like to camp or hike or travel or boot black tar heroin like continue to do whatever it is you do and just make the kid part of it and the kid will assimilate versus i had some friends who are like uh thanks for inviting us over for dinner we got to go at 6 30 the kid has to be asleep in his own bed at 7 p.m yeah we're like well that kid's never going to learn how to do anything i know so you got to go out like when you and christy came over for dinner yeah you brought him with you threw him in the pack and play and he was fine yep he was fine we took him home yeah it was great and we got to stay a little bit longer no right yeah you don't want to leave at 6 30 no, no. like i think that's the best advice honestly no, no. It's one of two things. Either that parent is being overly cautious or the dinner party I threw was so fucking lame they used it as an excuse to get out of it. Which, that could be true. A kid is a great excuse, too. A baby. Like, you can't can't argue with that at all. Yeah. Hey, the kid, uh, we got our kid, we got to go. You can't be like, come on. Right. No, I, I agree. Like, uh, my, my younger brother, Lamb, was in town last weekend, and he and I went, wanted to go for a hike on Friday and took the baby and it's fucking awesome, you know? Yeah. It makes everything's more complicated, but it's still great. It's still fine. And you, but you don't have to not do it. That's the thing. You yeah. have to adjust. Yeah. Um, I did see a, a dad riding a mountain bike with a kid <laughs> in the front of the back, and the kid's head was flopping. And it wasn't like a like a two-year-old, obviously. You wouldn't put a two-year-old in a pack anyway. Sure. But the kid, I was like, mountain biking might be a tick too far. Yeah. Hiking, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountain biking with a baby. Right. That's a lot. That's I know. It's not a great idea. I know. Yeah, we got one of those strap-on front things. And Whoa. Kristen just picked up. <laughs> it's used at the doctor's office. She just picked up a backpack where you put the kid in the backpack. Super excited to use that. You know, like the hiking pack. See, you can now if you go like go for a bike ride with the trailer. Yeah. You can do that. You yep. can't go for three hours because no. the kid will be like, hey, this is fucking boring for me back here. Right. But you can go for an hour. I will say... I used to bike a lot more when I lived in Boulder. Denver biking's lame. You can, like, drive some... Like, Boulder, you can just go. You can just fucking go, and then you'll be on a trail that's awesome within minutes. Yes. Denver, I'm like, strap the bike on. Where do I want to drive to? 20 minutes. And, I don't know, it sucks. The riding your bicycle out your front door versus putting a bike on your car, driving, and then going for the bike ride, that car ride piece, even if it's 10 minutes, yeah, Knocks it down three pegs for me. Yeah, it makes it way less enjoyable. I totally. agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Like if you, I want to go for a hike and I want to go out my front door versus I got to drive all the way to Golden to do it. Yeah. It's. It, I don't know that it it makes it worse the driving. It's just it makes it better without the driving. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like when you 
that's what I look for. Like every every time we go on a vacation or something like that, whether it's hiking or, or like, or I can just walk to the beach right from my place yeah. rather than like, let's get in the car, let's park, let's whatever. So yeah. Well, it's just, it's the same thing of the, I love hiking, but if I got to drive to hiking, I'm like, eh. yeah, if right. hiking is right there, uh, fantastic. Right. Can you walk out of your door and hike? Yes. From my front door, yeah. I can be on that main trailhead at North Boulder in less than three minutes. What? And you can run there in on 90 foot? seconds. On oh, foot. sweet, man. Yeah, I didn't know you were that And close. It's, it's totally changed my life to yeah. live in a place where I can, out my front door, do the things that I want to do. For sure. Yeah, man, that's my, like, pipe dream. Like, when I look for property for fun, I yeah. look for, like... Places that back up to National Forest or something like that. Yeah, it's the best. Well, think about how much money you spend on whatever. Like, hiking is free and biking is free. So yes. however much more I'm spending on this house has eliminated my cost to do activities. To get there, for sure. And, and not on purpose. Yeah. I'm not like, well, I don't have any fucking money, so I'm just going to go for a walk instead right. of going to do... No, I, that's what I wanted to do. Right. So spend the money to live there, and then you'll save money on all the other shit you're... Whatever. Kids you're asking for a dog yet? Nope. Um, the kids have, at their mom's house, they have a dog. Oh, they do? And they have a horse. Well, that's right. That's Maybe right. 11 As they live on a ranch. And no. No, no. The horse is somewhere else. I believe they see it. A horse is, is like having another child. Oh, yeah. From what I understand. Yeah. If not more expensive, more painful. Definitely more expensive. The horse's name is Tinkerbell. Okay. Can I keep going? I don't like how this is a terrible idea. This is the sign of a sound mind. That is for sure. Can you hear the sarcasm in my voice? I mean, (laughs) everything about it is stupid and off. And I am taking some amount of pleasure at the inevitable failure of this idea. Oh, really? And I'm not going to talk. I'm going to compile all my shit talking and leave it all at the end when you go, aha! Right. Kind of like that scene in Dumb and Dumber when they put all the, uh, the chili peppers in that guy's burger and yeah. he keels over dying and they're like, aha! Yeah, that. I want to do that. Well, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, you wanted to die. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, so, that's kind of what I said without saying it. Wait a minute. If she bought a horse, a horse, I don't know what you're paying in alimony or child support, but I think that's as good as evidence of anything that you don't need to be paying. Not that, that much. You had money for a horse? They, all right, there's a, a theory. Horse. This is a... 100% narcissistic theory okay. that may hold zero water. Okay, I like these. But right. there is a theory that the horse was purchased because I put my foot down at some point during the marriage and said, we're not buying a fucking horse. It's not going to happen. If As you want to be run horses, go, for, go get horseback riding lessons. Yeah, do Go that. do all these things. We are not going to purchase and or pay for and or sustain a horse. And now there is a horse. You're, you're so unreasonable. <laughs> Is this a viable theory? So this came up during the marriage. Oh, yes. No, I want a horse. No, you do not. That is a dumb thing to want. It is dumb. It makes no sense. We lived on 10 acres of land, and we had a fence, and we had a barn. Yeah. And I gave a shit about horses. That'd make complete sense. Maybe. It's a big pet. What's a horse cost? Five grand? I don't know. Um, and also, I thought horses only lived to like 15. So you yeah. buy an 11-year-old nag? Why would you do that? Apparently, horses to live to about 25 to 30. Whoa. Yeah, I looked it up. Really? Yeah. So it's not, I mean, when you think about like all the stud horses that are racing, they're always like two. Three, yeah, yeah. They're, Three, they're, they're young. They're what they call geldings what the or fuck, man. So, yeah, I, I learned a little bit about horses. But, Interesting. But so, it, if the horse isn't on your property, then you're either getting up at 4 a.m. to take care of it or you're paying someone to take care oh, of it. Oh, yeah, usually that one. Both of those suck. Yeah. And then if you only hang out with the horse like once, maybe twice a week, but you're paying hundreds of dollars to maintain it. Right. 
the, the, it's it's a big pet. And we're good. Oh, we're good. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you. It's it's a big pet, and it almost always is worse than a dog. Higher maintenance. Yep. More expensive. Yep. You need more space for it. And you I can't play with it. No, I play with my dog. Yeah, it's, you can't play with a horse. You, you dumb, can only man. really ride. You can a play horse. on a horse. That's like, true. Usually, cannot ride a dog. Nope. So there's the advantage. Maybe. My do, do, do you want to do that? Uh, no. I, what I'm very excited for, my dog, uh, basically a sled dog. Yep. And uh, when the kid's old enough, strap that harness on in the snow. <laughs> That's a cool dog, too. I want to do it. Yeah. Maybe I should just do it. He's strong. Your dog has its own Facebook page. Or Instagram. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, Instagram. <laughs> yes. Yes, Nico, the Norse Prince of Fluff. Yes, indeed. That's it. <laughs> it's a fantastic dog. It's a little embarrassing. <clears throat> I don't think I made it. But I have posted pictures on there. How does the dog get along with the kid now that the kid is not on that? Like, you know, you have that newborn. You're like, yeah, stay away from the newborn. Sure. Yeah. No. Kojo can take a beating. Yep. So yep. does the dog. Very well. No, he's very gentle with him. I mean, the only thing is that the dog's an attention whore for sure. Yeah. You've seen it. So yeah. he, uh, I, I'm very, sometimes like we'll all be having a little family moment. Then his head will just pop up like in the middle. Be like, hey guys, yeah. I'm here too. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, no, I'm just actually really conscious that, like, I still give him attention. Like, it'd be really sad to, like, get a dog, commit to that, have a kid, and be like, all right, forget about you, dude. I'll feed right. you twice a day, and that's it. Right. What, isn't there a, a story when we were a kid? Is that a Lady in the Tramp situation where they get a baby and the lady... Is that what goes on? Something like that, where the... the Theoretically, the personification of a dog is that the now I'm out, so yeah. I might as well just take off. Super fucking sad. Kinda. Yeah, and you, I mean, you you sort of make a commitment to that responsibility when you get a dog. But that, but that also happens too with like friends or buddies or your hobbies or whatever. Like you get married and you have a kid, and now like you feel like you have to change into this different person that you can't spend as much time with your dog or your friends yeah i mean the friends don't rely on you you know you're not their like master so i think with an animal it's kind of like you, you do have an obligation that you don't with friends too but that is a thing right like that's something i think about a lot too that that i feel like is why it's gone well is that because we both are able to we're both very much like okay if you need to do your thing like go be with your friends and she gives me more leeway honestly but like i'm able to do that stuff still you're able to do all the stuff you did before just not as often as long as you are cool about it and yeah. you are prepared and you communicate like all the reasonable things sure it makes you wonder how some people can't pull it off you're doing it yeah well, you're doing it together why, why think, can't some people do it if you had a shitty partner or if you're a single uh -huh. parent i think that'd be really tough it, it is and so I was talking to someone the other day about church and how I think church is dumb. And they were like, what about all these <laughs> life lessons and things you get from church and this? And I was like, here's the only piece of advice you really need from someone else yeah. is don't be an asshole. Yeah, right. And if you can apply that to everything, including how you deal with your partner and all the things that she wants and you want and the kid and the dog, it all works out. Yeah. No, that's the golden rule, really. Right. Yeah, I I think sometimes people are just bitches too. Like I had a friend tell me the other day, he's like, man, you're like the only one of my, because he doesn't have kids. And he's like, you're the only one of my friends who now has kids who like still hangs out. Like some people are just like, shut it down. And I think it's kind of what we were talking before. It doesn't have to be that hard unless you make it. So you could just be like, I got a kid now, I can't. Uh. But you can but do they use that as an excuse or innately are they just lazy and they don't actually want to go out? Yeah, maybe that's it. And they use the kid as an excuse? Sure. Or they just get overwhelmed? Well, 
like, probably I can't go out tonight. I got to study. You're like your test is in a you're week. You're fucking fine. Yeah, like, it's probably one of those. You, you'll be okay. And it's it's always more difficult to do with a kid, but that, maybe that's the thing. It's like a little harder. So yeah. I, I have a friend who's trying to get a concert going. Like, let's go out to this concert tonight. And the friend's like, ah. Oh. I can't go. We got a funeral to go to tomorrow. Uh, yeah, but it's tomorrow. And the tomorrow. funeral is probably not at 7 a.m. Right. 300 miles away. Probably not. You could go. You can stay out past midnight. Yeah. Just don't get shit house drunk and you'll be fine. It'll Adhere be fine. to the more hours of sleep than drinks number. Oh, That's I like the ratio. This. I like this. You know this theory? No. Yeah. As long as you have more hours of sleep than you have drinks. Okay. Generally, you'll be okay. Now, there is a point of diminishing return, which is like... If I get eight drinks and eight and a half hours of sleep, that's not that's not going to end that well. No. Because eight's a lot. You're still going to be feeling rough. But if you go six drinks and you get eight hours of sleep, it's probably almost impossible to have eight drinks and eight hours of sleep. because Unless you're starting at like noon. True. I guess which can happen. But yeah. Well, unless you're just banging back short glasses. That's true. Yeah. Which that's tough. You could do that too. Um, so, well, then, but what was the concert? Uh, See, maybe that was it. a Joshua Raiden. Raven? Raven. I didn't go. The hell? It wasn't. It wasn't. Were you the guy with the funeral? <laughs> no. No. Although it was me. Charity did take me to uh, Ingrid Michaelson. Oh, how is this? It was fantastic. I like her song about boys chase girls, whatever yes. that is. Boys that chase one? girls yeah. chase boys. Yeah. Something like that. That's great. She has five songs. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that song. And right. Charity listens to that music anyway. But then there's a bunch of songs. I was like, that's, I've never heard that song before. But live, it's brand new to me. And I liked it. Yeah. Because it's not loud rock and roll. It's like that's a chick nice. with a ukulele. And she's a good singer. And yeah. we stood 18 feet from the stage. It was great. Where, what was the venue? It was at the Ogden. Uh, Ogden? That might be the best one in Denver. It's pretty good. Might be the best. It's like, because it's, the Bluebird's a little smaller, and then the Fillmore's bigger. Bigger, And so right? it's right in the middle. Ah, yeah. I've seen some good-ass shows there. It was good. Uh, and That's she cool. played, she has this throwback thing she's doing because of that show, Stranger Things. Ah. Um, so she played a Cindy Lauper song, mm-hmm. Time After Time, which you, I don't know if you know that song. Yep. And then she played Material Girl by Madonna, <laughs> which I was like, ah, I know that song. Yeah. I mean, it, it was really good. That's cool. So See, that sounds nice. I, I saw Tool recently, which was very cool in a different way. Exact opposite of Ingrid Exact opposite. Yep. Pepsi Center. Whoa. Big. Extremely loud. Good? Very good. Yeah. Expensive tickets. Yep. Uh, the cool thing was that, like, they're Tool. So they've just released a new album for the first time in 10 years. They're totally the band that would just be like, we're just playing the new album. Fuck you. I, but they didn't do that at all. Okay. They played a lot of the good old shit. I'd yeah. see them twice now, and this was better than that show. But I'm, at a loss. I'm hoping the we quality need of the pod today is good. I dropped the ball and left the SD card in the office, so we are recording this on our phones. Yeah, we'll see. And also, I was eating uh, tater tots for most of it, so there it's fine. Too. You're fine. You got to put on weight. <laughs> you got to beef up your uh, your your body mass so that when you get violated, it's it's not. As That's sweet. true. And winter's coming, so you don't want to like freeze. Beard and weight is what you need. Well. <laughs> I can't do either of those things. Fire on the Mountain. Uh, good lunch as always. They also opened up You're a new best. location. Not the one in the Highlands. No. Wait, that's where we are. We're at the Highlands. Yeah. But they opened a new location at Logan and Alameda that Cheech told us all about. I think we should go there next. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, lunch with Jerry with Sam. We miss you, Jeremy. Love it. Miss you.